0: Summary of the discussion we had last night. It's why doctors are wrong about bodybuilding drugs and how the whole system of education is funded and sourced from Big Pharma and not for optimizing health or becoming superhuman. That's fine. You're, you're laughing because like nervous to say something especially with a, a doctor and the way we're saying this well, but... Well, you said bodybuilding drugs too. There's no bodybuilding drugs. But well, years, what do you I mean, mean there's no bodybuilding drugs? They never developed a drug for bodybuilding. Right, Big Pharma there's,
1: has it. No. But we use drugs no, for no, bodybuilding. They're hormones that are synthesized to treat diseases and then they have applied to high performance, that's where you're going with yeah. this.
0: Right, they're right. not going to synthesize anything for performance optimum purposes. performance right. or right. optimum quality of life. It's only for right. preventing, curing, or treating disease, which usually is just actually preventing, curing, treating. or treating the symptoms of a disease, well, not also, even the
1: actual disease. So med- uh, medical education is, has a lot of, it's very expensive to educate somebody who gets a medical degree. And so a lot of that medical degree is even though the students do pay a lot and a lot of them have trouble with student debt, a lot of what is there that it's subsidized by pharmaceutical companies and they're most interested in getting the doctors up to speed on the drugs they have more recently patented. So like for example, every 15 years or so there's a new, uh, antihistamine an allergy drug so whether it's Allegra or Claritin or whatever but if you're having an allergic reaction and your throat hasn't closed and you go to the hospital what do they give you epinephrine. well before that if your if your throat is closed they'll give you an epinephrine oh. a pill so I'm trying to I'm, I'm doing apples time. apples comparison they don't give you Claritin if you're having an allergic <laughs> reaction they don't give you Allegra they give you Benadryl mm. but why don't Physicians learn as much about Benadryl as they do about some of the newer Medications is because of the patents So in it's also because of the funding because if nobody's making money from Benadryl There's the makers of Benadryl can't afford to sponsor a lot of this education So it's not nefarious by design It's unfortunate uh, just based on the funding sources and, and, and how, how that all works. But also, as you guys were talking about, lack of performance is not a dysfunction. Like when somebody's weak or weaker and they wanna get better, they go to the doctor and they say, yeah, I'd really like to be stronger and leaner and the physician doesn't, that their education didn't even touch that subject. So, you know, they might say, I don't know, try exercise, I don't know anything about yeah, it. Or job, maybe some of them do, but... Yeah, your job's construction, though. What if that's right. his livelihood, that's all he has. There you go. Perfect. Come on, help him out. Yeah. He's gonna live a little longer. Well, here's what...
0: Okay, so you're saying the system is not necessarily evil. It just revolves around mm-hmm. money, just like everything else. Every other system. But he, so here's the problem I have with it, is in the education and perspective that the public has of it, because the public trusts doctors to know the most about our health and, and performance. Mm-hmm. And we think doctors know about anti-aging. Uh, and and people don't realize how low the threshold is, how low the standard of, of quality of life is for a doctor. A doctor is not going to help you live longer or feel better or perform better. And the problem is like, uh, uh, this is just a great example, is my stage name is Dr. Tony Huge,
1: yeah.
0: And my fans who've listened to my content uh, for a long time have almost always found something Incredibly helpful for their quality of life sure, but something that a doctor would never have told them But you yeah. have a new fan come in and say dr. Tony huge. Hey, he's not a real doctor Why would you listen to him instead of a, a real doctor? Yeah, and and what they're not understanding is that uh, I? My passion and, mm-hmm. and many other people who are not medical doctors because medical doctors actually can't do this or they'll lose their license Oftentimes right they, they can't go into the optimizing health health and optimizing sports performance right. They well, Once they go to the, the point of uh using drugs or supplements or, or anything else to become superhuman all of a sudden they as doctors get a lot of heat criticized and at the risk of losing their license
1: yeah completely. is that your
0: understanding of how it actually works that's my been my perspective? It, it,
1: it is and things that are pharmaceutical controlled pharmaceuticals they're always going to be and there's there's some safety issues we know that so that's why that system is is designed that way but you are right in that other than age management medicine now i just spoke a few months ago at the uh age management medicine congress of the mediterranean so it was all the mediterranean countries so there were people from the middle east there people from uh greece cyprus italy uh all there and they were there learning about anti-aging medication, testosterone replacement therapy, uh, and different therapies that they can can put people through to get them at a higher level of performance. But the caveat is past a certain age. Mm -hmm. So like you can't be 25 and look into age management medicine because you don't really qualify for that. So, but I think that's a huge step in the right direction. That is a step into looking at How are we gonna live better because here's here's something that everyone's gonna love this the two greatest indicators of long life are being lean and being strong it's not your ldls not your cholesterol it's not just blood pressure like all those things if you look at what has the least amount of conflicting research about it strength and being lean and a lot of these strength tests have to uh, they just test grip strength of like elderly people and the, the older people that have really high levels of grip strength they live the longest now a high level of grip strength is correlated to a high level of full body strength that's why they use that as a measure because you don't find somebody with great grip strength that has a really weak back mm-hmm. right because those things go together so th- the those newer findings are bringing us to different conclusions on nutrition because somebody who eats like a carnivore type diet is gonna be leaner and stronger later in life. And oh, wait a minute, I thought meat was bad for you. No, it's not, (laughs) it's the best thing you can eat. So like those those are the discoveries and I think the talk tracks that we, we need to look at embracing and understanding better and having more research around so that we can then shift wellness or parts of medicine so that they're going, okay, we do need to actually optimize if we want to live longer and better.
0: I'm just going to give a quick example about my doctor who uh, is a very nice person and really likes her job in helping people, mm-hmm. but knows absolutely nothing about optimization and sports performance and of course using drugs for a higher quality of life. So just one example is uh, if I'm on testosterone, she says, oh, you're going to get gyno. <laughs> like that is a symptom of testosterone. It's like on the list, that's gonna happen to you. And, and all the <laughs> other symptoms of testosterone, those are all gonna happen
1: to you, even though- Well, she would refer to them as side effects. But does, now I also sa- I said last night when we were at dinner, there is no such thing as a side effect. They just have effects. <laughs> so how those effects manifest, they can be different but also not everybody who takes everything gets every side effect right which is a bizarre thing you're Oftentimes, gonna going to get. if you in.
0: look at the if you look at the side effects of a drug some of those are like 1 in 10,000 actually get that side effect <laughs> right. but it's listed right up there with the more common side effects. Right. So you know, people can't really make an informed decision when you're when you're giving them a you're not giving them context on yeah. how relevant these sure. side effects are likely these side effects are. So so my answer to her was okay well I just take uh, anastrozole or novadex or mm-hmm. anything to block estrogen or or lower estrogen and her response is no 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 those are cancer medications of course no 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 you, and you're a man you can't you can't take those and you can't use cancer medications yeah. then you're going to have then you she pulls up the side effects of those drugs oh then you're going to have all the, you're going to have dry dry mouth and you're going to get dizzy and your blood pressure is going to change and all this kind of thing and what happens is as soon as you step outside of what they know which what doctors mm-hmm. know is very very small just what they're taught to treat a select list of
1: known diseases with a select list of Well there's known a lot drugs, to know which is why there's a lot of specialties mm-hmm. and then their their focus becomes so narrow how many dermatologists notice a skin problem which is really an endocrine problem you know, like I have rosacea, I get really red because of the sun, which I don't stay out of the sun because I just like being in the sun. But, and I also don't like sunblock cause that's just a chemical shitstorm. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Right. So, so I just kind of turn red. And so I, I have all kinds of people telling me, Oh, you need to do, you know, like here's a topical cream you need to put in. And I'm like, the problem's a little deeper than that. And <laughs> also it's not hurting me. So I don't care, but a lot of these different, focuses, different specialties are so narrow, they're looking at symptoms, and they're looking at the body like it's more like an automobile. Like, you can have a problem with your radiator, but that doesn't mean there's a problem with any other system, and that's okay. You get a radiator fixed, and, and your car works just great. I but that's even, not how the human body works.
0: Yeah, I don't even think that, because when you're when starting pre-med, and, and just do drug calculations, interactions, like we were talking about, there is so it looks like an encyclopedia yeah and you're supposed to be able to memorize this right the classes mm-hmm. at least but then you have to go through calculations and the next one is every single drug so it's just memorize the side effect the yeah. class and the mm-hmm. drug and now you put that together oh wait you're a man you can't take this because that's what i remember but they haven't specifically looked into its uses in it's blocking estrogen right for what reason why would you take that it, it's just so yeah. much crammed in into like four years of the yeah. last four or five years. You know? So if we wanted a doctor that we could actually learn something from in mm-hmm. advanced bodybuilding chemistry, we would need an advanced bodybuilding chemistry doctor, which mm-hmm. doesn't exist. The closest you can get to is an endocrinologist or yeah. or uh, you know some some kind of sports medicine <laughs> well, you'd have to doctor. Drop out but even then, it <laughs> never they'll never get to the level of. The way we're pushing and our bodies, also
1: the liability. I mean, you're a lawyer. Yeah. Like Definitely. Think about somebody finishes their medical doctor degree, and they have all kinds of like, what are they paying liability insurance in this country? Yeah. It's crazy what they have to pay in liability insurance because they make a mistake and they get sued. So somebody can be doing all the right things. And let's say they get prescribed something that's more like a bodybuilding type program, and then something goes wrong, which might have happened anyway. Maybe they just, you know, had a bad heart or an aneurysm or whatever, and they were going to have that no matter what. Now that physician is legally liable mm-hmm. because they went sort of off the, off the standard of and care.
0: Because of our culture yeah. and because of the rules and regulations, uh, doctors are not supposed to. Try to make us superhuman so mm-hmm. no doctors are are well, legally able to do that their insurance won't cover sure that type of advice and they will lose their license
1: yeah and uh, you know do we need tort reform yeah yeah so we need some real legal reform like people can sue each other for all kinds of crazy stuff yeah. and one of the problems is physicians can get sued for staggering amounts of money whereas in other countries and you mentioned this in your documentary in other countries that that's just not like that mm-hmm. like if a doctor makes a mistake you know it's unfortunate when they do they can only be sued for a very limited amount of money you know? and then that's it and they don't lose their license or anything so that's part of what's going on also is somebody makes a mistake and their career can be over so yeah. so
0: it's up to us to
1: pioneer human evolution be mm-hmm. small and swole friends of freedom